Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Lord of the Rings Lorecast, the show that explores the background of Tolkien's amazing world from the very beginning. Can you hear that? Can you hear the the calm of the waves here? We're standing on the beach, near where the Teleri build their ships. This is a location that we haven't been to in exactly 538 years. 538 years ago, the moon and then the sun appeared in the sky. 538 years ago. The Noldor crossed in to Beleriand to chase down Morgoth. Feanor and his sons vowed to reclaim the Silmarils. And here we are now, 538 years later, and Erendil and Elwing and their three companions on their ship have set foot in Valinor. 538 years. And a lot has changed since then. But I find it fascinating to think about events from the perspective of the elves who never left Valinor. They've lived here for the last... 538 days since the first kinslaying, these people, these boatmakers, were killed, attacked by Feanor and his sons. The people in the city up on the hill have been going about their regular lives, living amongst the Valar. 
just like they did before the first stage, as if nothing has happened. But how much do they know about Middle-earth, Beleriand, the wars with Morgoth? The souls of individuals who have fallen in Middle-earth have come back to Valinor, to the halls of Mandos. Are they walking around here too? Are they explaining stories and telling them what it's like to live over there? And yet, nobody has lifted a finger to help? We don't get a whole lot from the perspective of these people. And we don't especially get much from the perspective of rebodied individuals who have now left the halls of Mandos. That's all still a bit of a mystery. But what we do know is that life is very much the same as it was before the Kinslang. Before the Noldor decided to leave. And this is the world that Arendelle and Elwing have come back into. And you have to remember, Arendelle and Elwing were born in Beleriand. They did not come from this area. This is the first time they have seen the beautiful sights of Valinor. And here they are, braving, petitioning the gods for help. When we left off last week, we left off with Arendelle leaving the boat and talking with Elwing and saying, Here none but myself shall set foot, lest you fall under the wrath of the Valar. But that people I will take on myself alone for the sake of the two kindreds. He's trying to keep her safe. He's trying to put all of the threat, all of the danger on himself so that she doesn't have to feel any of it. And yet she is as brave as he is, because she responds, Then would our paths be sundered forever, but all thy perils I will take on myself also. There's beauty in that. She wants to be with him no matter what, because she is not scared. The only thing she's scared of is losing him. And so she leaps into the white foam and runs towards him. But yet, from Arendelle's perspective... We're told that he's sorrowful because he's afraid. He's genuinely afraid. It says here, he feared the anger of the lords of the West upon any of Middle-earth that should dare to pass the leaguer of Amman. Anyone who set foot here who shouldn't was under grave danger. And now both of them were. Now, something interesting transpires here. They say, goodbye to their companions who stay on the boat, the three individuals who were faring the sea with them. Also brave individuals, by the way. This is dangerous not just for the two of them, but the three of the others as well. But then we get this weird twist. Then Arendelle said to Elwing, await me here, for one only may bring the message that is my fate to bear. So although she leaves the boat, runs up the beach, 
and joins him on the land, he instructs her to go no further. Okay, you can come with me. Basically, you can come with me this far, but it's still only supposed to be one person who goes up and talks. And somehow I know that deep in my heart. Or it was in almost prophecy. And so I'm I'm following the specifics of there being one individual. So I'll go do that. But you can stay here. I'll be right back. It's a little bit weird, but, uh, you know, that's kind of how this stuff goes sometimes. And he goes up alone onto the land and up through what is called a it's called I, I don't know how to pronounce this correctly because of course I don't uh Calisiria? it means light cleft there's a cleft in the in the hills and mountains up that go up into the uh the main city uh Tyrion upon Tuna uh this this like cleft in the in the cliffs and um it goes on it says and it seemed to him empty and silent for even as Morgoth and Ungoliant came in ages past, so now Erendil, Erendil, had come at a time of festival, and well nigh all the elven folk were gone to Valimar, or were gathered in the halls of Manwe upon Teniquitel, and few were left to keep watch upon the walls of Tyrion. So there's a few things happening here. First of all, it's a little creepy. It's a little weird. He shows up on the shores expecting to come across all of these elves and maybe even some of the Valar walking around, some Maiar. He doesn't know what he's going to experience. And instead, he finds a ghost town. There's nobody here. So that's weird and kind of ominous for an elf and and think of it this way well is an elf man hybrid and we're going to get to that we don't know exactly what Erendil and Elwing are yet we just know that they are mixed blood i mean we know the specifics of the mixing but i'll explain it a little bit later but we have somebody of mixed blood an elf who normally it's the mannish people it's the men it's the humans who stray into the realm of elves who stray into the realm of fairy in this situation we have somebody who represents all of the free people straying into the land of fairy and this is odd nobody's here this happens in fairy tales by the way now there's a second thing going on here as well we are specifically called back to remember the time when morgoth and ungoliant came here ages ago and they were at a time of festival then as well that time Morgoth chose it he chose that time because he knew there would be an opportunity he knew they would all be in one place and so we're getting bookends this all started when Morgoth and Ungoliant attacked the trees this is coming to an end at a time of festival as well. This is not one of those like, eh, maybe we'll just say that they, it'll be interesting because we'll show up and nobody will be there. No, this is, this is bookended. There's a reason for this. This is fate happening. Now we are told here that as he enters the city and you have to remember, he has the Silmaril with him and it is shining and the people here know that light. And we're told that some were there who saw him from afar, 
and the great light that he bore, and they went in haste to Valimar. And then Arendil climbs the great hill of Tuna, and again, finds it empty. And so he enters the streets of Tyrion and finds them empty. And then we're given a glimpse of his emotional state. His heart was heavy, for he feared that some evil had come even to the blessed realm. Where is everybody? Are they gone? That's what he's asking. That's not in the text, by the way. The where is everybody? That, that was me. So he walks through these deserted walkways, roads, in between the buildings. And then we're given this really interesting note here. The dust upon his raiment and his shoes was a dust of diamonds. And he shone and glistened as he climbed the long white stairs. Every time Tolkien uses light imagery, diamonds he refract light. He is wielding on his body a Silmaril, which is casting the most beautiful of light. This dust is is acting, it says, is of diamonds. Maybe that's true. But either way, whether it's true or symbolic, it is expanding the glow of the light coming off of him and reflecting and refracting around his body. He is a beacon of light. And then he goes up the long white stairs, which are illuminated even more brightly by him. And he calls out in many tongues, every language that he knows, both of elves and men. And nobody answers. He can't find anyone. And then we're told this, quote, Therefore, he turned back at last toward the sea. But even as he took that shoreward road, one stood upon the hill and called to him in a great voice, crying, Hail Erindil, of mariners most renowned, the looked for that cometh at unawares, the longed for that cometh beyond hope. Hail Erindil, bearer of lights before the sun and moon, splendor of the children of earth, star in the darkness, jewel in the sunset, radiant in the morning. That voice was the voice of Aonwe, herald of Manwe. And he came from Valimar and summoned Erindil to come before the powers of Arda. Can you imagine this? Desperate, looking for anybody, and then all of a sudden, when you're ready to pack it up and leave, because you feel like everybody must be gone, there, something must be wrong, what is going on? Up on a hill nearby is the site of a Maiar, someone you've never seen before, and they know you, and their words exclaim that you are the one they've been waiting for. And on top of that, you're called a star in the darkness, a jewel in the sunset, radiant in the morning. You are the light, literally and figuratively, of the people of Middle-earth coming back to the Holy Land. 
all of this section of this work gives me chills. And I have a feeling many of you will feel the same. There is so much. This whole section is packed with beauty and meaning. It is so powerful. And then we are told, and Erendil went to Valinor and to the halls of Valimar and never again set foot upon the lands of men. We're, we're given this whole like spoiled moment, you know, we're like, oh, maybe he goes back. Yeah, we're told, no, he doesn't. He doesn't ever go back. No, we don't. We're not told why here. We're just told that he doesn't. Then the Valar took counsel together and they summoned Ulmo from the deeps of the water. Good idea, Valar, because he's the only one who's been keeping track of the people, right? Like he's the one who knows what's going on. And Erendil stood before their faces and delivered the errand of the two kindreds. Pardon, he asked for, for the Noldor, and pity for their great sorrows, and mercy upon men and elves and succor in their need. And his prayer was granted. So let me tell you a little story. You know that we get sponsors on these podcasts and Yuffie, who does these smart locks with video cameras in them, reached out and they sent me a smart door lock with a 2K camera, a doorbell and a finger reader, all the bells and whistles. And I was like, okay, cool. They sent it to me. I already have one on my back door. When I opened this up and installed it, I was like, why didn't I go with Yuffie to begin with? Because this is a step above the one that I've been using. The finger reader just works. The 2K camera is so clear. I can see when somebody's at the front door, if it's Amazon or if it's somebody trying to sell me something. It even has night vision and works in the dark. It makes me feel so much safer. Plus, my son can just put his finger on the door and just come right in when he gets home from school. He doesn't have to worry about losing keys and you don't even have to change the batteries in these because it's got like a 10,000 milliwatt hour battery that lasts for like four months. Go check these out today. Search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Again, search Eufy Video Lock. I think you'll love it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. All right, here we are in the middle of the show. This is where we get to thank our new patrons for joining us and all of the people who help support this show. Let's shout out uh, who let the Juan out. Wonderful name. And Teresa, S. I feel like I, I read these funny names and then the next person just feels like they have to one up the previous people. That's great. Uh, also, Teresa S., um uh, going up the list we had oh rivqua upgraded to uh the tier three patrons you're gonna get t-shirts and stuff that's awesome thank you for doing that dan o uh ryan s wesley k warper and david t welcome all of you to the patreon thank you for being here and for supporting this show this endeavor that i've been working on for a while now uh, i very much appreciate the support and we have to shout out our vip patrons austin c Azezrezel, Bo, man, words are hard, Brad S, Brandy D, Chewbacca, Christopher D, David S, David M, Drupal, Esoteric Rage, Gavin Alaf, Goldberry, Jesse P, Katie S, Capenna, Larry, Lauren C, Michael E, Nick K, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Patrick W, Rivqua, Sam B, Shannon L, T-Rex, TJT, uh, Tour, Son of Whore, uh, Tyler M, Wes P and who let the Juan out. Thank you for joining me and for being here. That is amazing. And like usual, we have some new reviews on Apple podcasts. This one comes from bug diamond in the United States. He writes, couldn't recommend enough heavy L O T R fan lightly enjoy it. Either way, this is such a fun. Listen, I love the storytelling with added insights and perspective, a great way to learn new details and lore about a vast story. Well, thank you so much, bug diamond. This next one comes from Maria Organa from germany i don't know if you're like a star wars person that sounds like a star wars name uh but welcome thank you for taking the time to leave a review this one says wonderful i love learning more about tolkien's legendarium very well told except for some pronunciations yeah i know uh keep up the good work greetings all the way from germany hello across the atlantic thank you so much marie and then we have Trey Gat from the United States who writes the one podcast to rule them all question mark I work for the Postal Service and listen to podcasts and books for the majority of my work day this podcast has bumped all others down in queue I'm about one third of the way through the episodes currently 60 ish and can't get enough 
Then, when I finish this, I'll have to check out Robot's other lore cast, especially the Mass Effect one. Thank you so much for the obvious passion and care you give this world. Oh, thanks so much, Trey Gat. And I hope you enjoy the other shows if you check those out as well. And then one more from Benjamin Gard in the United States who writes, Great show. Really enjoy listening to this at work. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for the review. And thank you to everybody who helps support the show. Also, if you listen on Spotify, of course, you can leave a five-star rating, which helps a ton, or comment on the most recent episodes and tell me what you liked about them. All of that stuff is extremely helpful, and all of you are wonderful, and I couldn't do it without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, oh, and I and forgot to mention, if you want to join on the Patreon, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash L-O-T-R lorecast. And uh, somebody mentioned recently that some of the links don't seem to work. I've gone through and updated them, so if they still look like they're not working, then maybe that was downloaded into your app at some point and just didn't get updated or whatever, but they all should work at this point. So, all right. Thanks for being here. Let's move on with the rest of the show. It is told among the elves that after Erindil had departed, seeking Elwing his wife, Mandos spoke concerning his fate. And he said, Shall mortal man step living upon the undying lands and yet live? But Ulmo said, For this he was born into the world. And say unto me, Whether is he Erindil Tour's son, or the line of Hador, or the son of Idril, Turgon's daughter, or the elven house of Finway? And Mandos answered, Equally the Noldor, who went willfully into exile, may not return hither. But when all was spoken, Manway gave judgment, and he said, In this matter the power of doom is given to me. Now let's unpack what all just happened. Erendil shows up, stands before the most powerful beings in the world, and petitions them for help. Basically says, we need your help. I have come for the two kindreds. I represent both. And not only do I represent elves and men in general, But I also seek pardon for all of the Noldor and their growing sorrows. And I I ask you for mercy and for succor. Like, give us some help, please. Notice that among the Noldor include Feanor's children. The very people who have now attacked their own kind in order to get back the Silmarils multiple times. Arendelle offers them or asks for them mercy. This is a noble thing. This is a Christian thing. This is Tolkien's perspective on grace and mercy from his beliefs. And Arendelle being somebody who is willing to turn the other cheek. That's got to be where this comes from. And there's something powerful in that. Whether you're a Christian or not, there's something powerful 
grace and mercy, redemption, sacrifice. These are powerful things in our world, regardless of your religious perspective, because they just are. And then we have a moment here where Mandos himself says, wait a minute, can we just let a mortal walk around in the undying lands and live? Who, what is going on? Who is this? And then Omo re- reminds him, yeah, he's immortal, but he's also from these other lineages. So who are we to say who he is? And then Mandos is like, well, the Noldor shouldn't be able to return here. They went into exile. And then Manway says that he has the authority here. In this matter, the power of doom is given to me. The peril that he ventured for love of the two kindreds shall not fall upon Arendelle, nor shall it fall upon Elwing, his wife, who entered into peril for love of him. But they shall not walk again ever among elves or men in the outer lands. And this is my decree concerning them to Arendelle and to Elwing and to their sons shall be given leave each to choose freely to which kindred their fates shall be joined and under which kindred they shall be judged. It is in this moment, this moment right here, that anyone who is of mixed blood, of mixed lineage, is given the right to choose their fate. So Elrond and Elros, these are their children. They are half-elven. That's what they are called. And it is in this moment that each of them is given the right to choose if their fate will fall in line with the elves or mortal men. Elrond chooses elves. Elros chooses men. We know this from the events of the Lord of the Rings. Elrond's daughter eventually makes the choice for mortal men because she is also of mixed blood. This is what ties into those decisions that get made. This is what gets tied into Elrond's apprehension in the movies about her being with Aragorn and the sorrow that that will bring because he's seen it before. And yet she feels like that's her fate. That's who she is. That is the life and the fate that she has set for herself. And that all traces back to this very moment, to the events that happen here, to Arendil and Elwing raving, showing up in Valinor. And then we're given this wonderful section here. We've been following Arendil around and we're, we go back to Elwing. Now, when Arendil was a long time gone, Elwing became lonely and afraid. And wandering by the margin of the sea, she came to Aquilande, where lay the Teleran fleets. There, the Teleri befriended her, and they listened to her tales of Doriath and Gondolin and the griefs of Beleriand, and they were filled with pity and wonder. And there Arendil, returning, found her at the haven of the swans. But ere long they were summoned to Valimar, and there the decree of the elder king was declared to them. So she goes around. She's she's bored. <laughs> she's hanging out by the sea and then follows the sea over to 
the town of the Teleri and notices the fleet of ships and all the beautiful things that they've made, and then finally comes across people and makes friends and tells them stories of all the things going on across the ocean. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. And then Arendelle shows up and they hang out for a little bit longer. And then they're summoned back. And this decree is told to them that they are to choose their destinies. Then Arendelle said to Elwing, choose thou for now I am weary of the world. And Elwing chose to be judged among the firstborn children of Iluvatar because of Luthien. And for her sake, Erendil chose alike. Though his heart was rather of the kindred of men and the people of his father. So he's like, I'm exhausted. You choose. I will let you make this decision. And she says, basically, that she is of her grandmother's line, Luthien. And this part is interesting because Arendil, we're, we're told, he feels more like he is of the line of men. And yet he doesn't want to be without her. So he goes with her choice anyway so that they can stay together. It's a very interesting concept here. This idea that he went against his nature in order to have the thing that he valued above anything else and to never leave her. And we're getting close to the end of this episode. It is on us. But something amazing happens next. And I'm going to save that for the next episode because I feel like this wraps up this whole perspective, this whole experience of them in Valinor and as much as we know about it and the very real personal experience that they're having. But coming up next, something amazing happens. Something, another one of those moments, I should say. It feels like it's straight out of myth and is unbelievable and yet beautiful and powerful at the same time. I'll see you next time and have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to the Lord of the Rings Lorecast. If you'd like to learn more about other fantasy worlds, check out my other podcasts, the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, the Witcher Lorecast, and more at robotsradio.net. If you'd like to reach out, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a note on Twitter at robots underscore radio or join our amazing community on the Robots Radio Discord. There are links in the show notes or just search Robots Radio Discord or find the link on robotsradio.net. I'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.